Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. The 10 o'clock hour, open home hour. Anything you want to talk about your home, castle, or cabin, one 767 4348 That's one 888 for you Text questions can be sent to 411923, or you can email info at rosyonthehouse.com. couple follow-ups. We had a call last week, uh, may have been two weeks ago, from a gentleman who had a water softener in his garage. And when he jumped in his shower, if the water softener was activated, he got hot water for a long time. If he bypassed the water softener, he only had hot water for a very short time. In the garage, the resin tank, I believe, was a little undersized. I went to the house to look at it. Um, and you took a thermal image. He took a thermal imaging gun and shot the outside of the resin tank, which was black. It was 118 degrees, <laughs> the tank where the water's sitting. So that I, I said, look, I don't know what to tell you other than get a mini split and air condition this garage or or maybe get a little bit bigger unit uh you know that would maybe not concentrate the heat into such a small little area so i have i have andy pettijohn to thank uh for uh, water treatment technologies and helping me diagnose what the issue was there but i do have a, a rosy stumped question that i'd like to reach out to all of our listeners like last hour we had a we had a listener educate us and remind us, okay, yeah, lights outside are a great idea, but when you do the Edison strings, make sure you abide by code of keeping it away from water's edge. And as Alan said, make sure your homeowner association doesn't get bit sideways or your neighbors. So now I have another question that I want to reach out to our listeners and help me get an answer to it. Got an email this week from a woman who says she called in last week but couldn't get in. Uh, she has a toilet, Romy, that's double flushing. Okay. Not a double flush toilet where you've got, you know, like two different settings, a low water use and a high water use, but you flush it and then it flushes again. She's tried to fix it herself and wants to save the money of calling a plumber. Every time she flushes the toilet, it fills and flushes a second time. She replaced all the parts in the tank and said it worked fine for about a day and a half before it started double flushing again. So her question is, what could be doing this, and can she fix it on her own? I'm stumped. Any of you plumbers out there that might have an answer to her question, give us a ring, and uh, let's let's get her the answer she's looking for. Uh, see if we can't help her out. The rosy, stumpable question of the week. I'm going to say it has something to do with water pressure. What's the water pressure in her house? Okay. All right. I just don't know why it's filled all the way up and then reflushes. Somehow that little flapper must be reengaging or floating up or burping or something. I don't know. Yeah, for for the rubber flap to come all the way up. Yeah. And then maybe, you know, one of the sliding mechanisms. I don't know. I'm stumped. So let's see if we can get some help from some of our uh Monday morning quarterbacks that are out there all all listening all Saturday morning. Hey, congratulations to Old Castle Belgard Pavers who have opened up a brand new 
what they call Solution Center Showroom. Now, as long as we've known Belgard, we've known Mr. Nathan Angel. And this showroom has been a gleam in Nathan's eye for as long as I've known him. They've got a lot of product displays at Marvell. Yes, they do. And great showrooms around the around the state that way. But this is this is now their own retail. No, not I wouldn't even say a retail location. It's a solution center. If you want to see all the products Belgard has available, uh, with product experts on site, training rooms for installed demos. If you're crazy enough to try and do this yourself, uh, they'll help you out. Two conference rooms with wireless data connections, comprehensive masonry display, finishes and colors and samples. It's now open by Monday by appointment, Tuesday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday 8 to 2, 1919 West Fairmont Drive, Suite 5, Tempe, Arizona. So congratulations, Mr. Nathan Angel. For finally giving birth to the Solution Centers, I know you've been dreaming about for a long time. <laughs> it's right on the freeway. Yes, it is. So you've got to kind of get off and then come back around, and you're driving through an industrial park. And when you pull in, uh, it doesn't look like some place you would go to see a Solution Center for an outdoor living because it's all inside. <laughs> That's but, right. But they've got they, – I'm, I'm looking forward baby. to go back and see the – you know, the, the finish on that. We were there, and they were just kind of in the layouts where the, you know, the floor markings on, on what was going where and how it was all going to look. So I look forward to, to getting down there and checking it out. We knew it was coming, and it came. It's here. Most viewed article this week at rosieonthehouse.com, what was the best type of wood to use in your fireplace and why? I wonder if that was a follow-up from our uh Yes, last week, Arizona Chimney Sweep. That's right. And talking That's about right. duct cleaning. That just happened to be uh, be one that jumped up there. Now, if you can find it, and I really enjoy the smell of mesquite, and I don't know if that's just because growing up, yeah. that's what we did with all the mesquite trees we trimmed in our yard. Um, but uh, also, if you happen to live near a pecan orchard when they clear yeah, out. There you go. That's, that's a lot of. You basically want. Basically, the harder the wood, the better you're going to be happy burning it as a heat-producing fireplace. Less um, smoke. Yes, absolutely. Better. So the mesquite. Better heat. And we used to trick y'all with the mesquite. We would throw oak in there to burn because it was more affordable to buy by the cord. But then I would take some mesquite chips and just scatter them in there. You throw another handful in every once in a while. But... But you better like the smell of smoking mesquite because it literally infiltrates your entire house for all winter long. <laughs> My favorite wood to smell when you're in Sedona during the holidays, I believe that's juniper, but it, there's a certain aroma around Sedona when they're bur burning that wood during the winter. Absolutely. Oh, man, is that, it feels like the holidays. All right. You want to take Eric? We'll get to Eric. Our, we have a one opening in the network. We've got a gentleman... And Maricopa, who needed a plumber, and uh, we we couldn't get any of our Phoenix, Tempe area guys to go down to Maricopa. We couldn't get any of our Casa Grand guys to come up. So we've kind of got, you know, and, and it's funny because you could be in Tempe and get to Anthem. I know. I know. You know it takes longer to get to Anthem than it does Maricopa, yes, it does. but they'll go to Anthem, and I don't know if that's because of the 
a void of population in between, and they think, well, I've got a chance of getting another call or two on the way because I'm driving through town all the time or what. But a, a plumber in Maricopa is an opening we're looking for. Uh, you can apply at rosyonthehouse.com. And our top-selling item this week in the e-store was the Thorn Armor Gloves. Uh, we sold a ton of them. The farthest ship, Heber City. You know where that is? Uh-oh. I didn't either. It's in Utah, southwest, southeast of Salt Lake. And then our featured product this month are the Shields products, which are, there's two of them. There's a magnet strip, and you can put it in your workshop and pl- place all your tools on the wall. Uh, we've You can use it in the kitchen, put all your knives on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But my favorite Shields magnetic product is the magnet sweep. It's a rectangle, and you just sweep it, and it picks up anything magnetic on the ground, and you know, I hate going out in the desert and seeing where somebody has left a big pile, especially like ammunition. It's a great, if you like going and shooting in the desert, it's a great way to pick up after yourself uh, without you having to pick up the hot shells casings. All right. So that's at the East Store at rosyonthehouse.com. We've got Eric. I'm going to let you talk to him while I take notes. Okay. Oh, he's got a, an idea on the toilet. Elk yeah. work. <laughs> Eric, welcome. Hi there. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, I'm a licensed contractor here in uh, Phoenix, and I do a lot of real estate transactions where we fix multiple things for Binzer agreements, and I come across this problem quite often, actually. Um, It's a very simple solution, and you were partly right with the water pressure idea, but it has to do with the level of water in the storage tank. The water level, if you lower it down about two to three inches, that doesn't make the toilet double flush. So she could just bend the arm of the float valve to keep the water yep. lower? Or if it's one of those uh, other fl- uh, toilet flushings, when you twist the little black knob and it lowers the, the uh, float, uh, or push the whole mechanism downward if it's, uh, you know, the, the Santa flush ones, and then uh, you just have too much water in there, and the momentum of the water going down, once the flapper closes, that momentum agitates the flapper to elevate again, and so it's just too much water in the storage tank. I knew we had a genius out there listening. I knew I couldn't qualify to be the genius. Eric is our genius of the day. Well, we were on the topic of lighting all last hour. With our Rosie certified partner, Statewide Lighting, uh, the last kitchen and, and bath industrial home show, uh, Jennifer made a lot of friends, and one of her friends is Miss Rochelle Hardigan, marketing manager for GE, who we're going to welcome to the conversation right now, just to talk about, we were talking what you can do with one fixture just by changing the bulb. And so Rochelle's going to come in here and talk about a couple things GE has come up with. Rochelle, good morning. Good morning, Rosie. How are you? Couldn't be better. Super fantabulous. And Great. some of these some of these fixtures, I'll tell you the one that really jumps out at me is this uh, remote motion activated spotlight that can talk to other spotlights. Talk about that one. I like that one. Yeah, so that's part of our linkable motion sensor product, and it's from our LED Plus product line, which is just our way of adding one extra little feature to your lighting uh, to, to add simple solutions to make your life a little better. So this one is for outdoor use, and when it senses motion, 
you can have multiple lights throughout your property. And if you link them together, when motion is sensed in one spot, all your lights will come on. So at my house, if you walk up the driveway and the motion sensor is lit, then the backyard and the side of the house will also come on. And that's really a nice um, sense of security to, uh, to surround your entire home. I really like that. It's a simple way of getting that motion sensor security. And at my house, you drive up and the lights in the driveway come on. But the lights at the front door and the far end of the house don't come on. I like the idea these bulbs will talk to each other and blink, blink, blink. You pull up and the whole front of my house is lit now. Yes, that's exactly what it does. So they all talk together and work as one big system. It's but in you, a really simple way. And you call it the linkable. It's called linkable motion, and it's in our uh, GE LED Plus product line. How about and LED Plus? We just added the plus, which is an extra feature in each one of our different bulbs. Well, your point about taking a light bulb socket and creating different functions just by switching the bulb, I think. Is, is pretty creative. I mean, just even the spots now, that multicolored remote control spot, that's cool too. Yes. Yeah. We were inspired by this idea that there are bulbs all over our homes. And if we could just put them to work in slightly different ways, we could have so many more features and solutions. So yeah, for outdoors, if you think about all the things that you could do to support causes or even for the holidays to have a space where you're lighting up red and green maybe for Christmas or your favorite sports team maybe your high school local sports team you can really get behind lots of different uh, activities and make your your house uh, very fun and create different moods you 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 set this fluoresce this spotlight into your outdoor lights that you already have yep And then there's a remote control that lets you change the color of that one light bulb. You don't have to keep changing bulbs. Now, my question, Rochelle, is if I have a string of these, like maybe four across the front of my house, will one remote dictate every bulb or do I need a different remote for each bulb? Your package will come with one remote per bulb, but you can use the same remote for all of them. So they're all programmed to work bulb to remote. So you can leave all the other three light, three bulb, or excuse me, three remotes inside and just use that one to control all four of the bulbs you install outside. And now, Romy, so you've got the linked motion detectors. You've got the color lights for game day and seasonal holidays or just mood setting. And once you walk outside, you know now they make light bulbs with speakers in them? (laughs) Yes. Yes, we have the speaker bulbs in our line of LED+, which um, is a surprisingly high-quality sounding speaker. And it just operates through Bluetooth with your phone or your tablet. Um, and you, so it works just like a regular light bulb. And um, those are, um, you know, just a standard bulb. You can trade out, you'll still get light, but with the remote, then you can adjust volume, you can dim or brighten, um, and you get that extra speaker function without having to wire in a separate speaker. That's and, innovation. I know it is. And my favorite thing about this, all these gizmos and, and things are cool, but dawn to dust setting. That's right. Oh, yeah. I don't know why 
the lights constantly have to stay on on the outside of our home during the daylight. I'm constantly turning them off. That is my favorite thing. <laughs> well, one of the bulbs we came home from the Kitchen and Bath Show with was the LED Plus one bulb, one function, dust to dawn. And we put it in a couple of the light fixtures by the back doors. And you, you just leave the switch on constantly, and the bulb decides when to turn on and off. I love it. it mm-hmm. That's a great little bulb. And now yeah. with tunes. Oh, and you, yeah. I guess you could get it with tunes. <laughs> now, yeah, so you could, yeah, you pick the different places in your house where each of these functions work. But if you're like me, I do not like coming home to a dark house. So if it's just reading the light, the ambient light, and it knows when the sun is up or when the sun is down, I love that I can come home and, and I'm sure that there are going to be lights on. And this is cool, too, reading the box. It's got the estimated energy cost per year. And this one was one point. Right, right. And now now they've even got light bulbs that have their own built-in timer. So do you recycle these then with the speaker and everything, or are they still (laughs) one-time use and disposable? Well, these bulbs are rated to last 13 years, so you don't have much of that to worry about. Um, but, um, But, yeah, I think these are... These are going to be with you for quite a little while, so I don't think you have to, to think much about um, about where they'll be. They'll be in their sockets doing their jobs. All um, right. We're... But, yeah, the, ti- the timer bulb that you mentioned also is another nice – it's a it's a nice complement, actually, to that dusk to dawn. So in your outside fixtures, yes. you put that ambient light sensor. Then inside, like your front window or your hallways, places like that, you could have this timer bulb. And it, it'll work like a regular bulb if you choose to, but it's got a little button setting and you can have it come on at the same time every day for two hours, four hours, eight hours. And again, it's a great energy saver. So you have light when you need it, but it turns off when you don't. All right, Miss Rochelle, these are new bulbs being distributed, manufactured by GE. Uh, where can we find? Where can our homeowners find them? Yeah, so these are available nationally at Target stores, at Lowe's stores, online at Amazon. Lots of local retailers, including your local hardware stores, too. So, yes, made from GE lighting, LED plus bulbs. Um, if you found a solution that you love, they're, they're available. So uh, try one out. Let us know what you think. Leave us a review. Thanks a million. We appreciate you joining us this morning at Rosie on the House. Folks, we'll be back right after this with your calls at one 767 4348 You've got a home improvement dilemma? Give us a ring at 1-888-767-4348. When you hear the auto attendant, press 1. That's one rosie for you Well, I mentioned it last week. I'm going to mention again. One thing about no monsoon season, it sure extends the application of your back patio misting system. <laughs> You're not competing with the humidity. Oh man, mine my back patio misting system has been turned on every afternoon since May. And I just I get home, I turn the misting system on, I turn the ceiling fans on, I move out to the back patio and I pour myself that unbelievable tall glass of Arizona sun tea with a fresh piece of mint in it. And I just sit there and I pet my dogs, bullet, bandit, and buck. And that I'm just in heaven right there every afternoon. And I want to just reach out and give a big thank you 
to a man by the name of Mike Myers. He owns the Arizona Mist System Company. And at Rosie Remodeling, we recently completed a master bathroom remodel. And the client mentioned, I'd like a mister on my back patio. And I said, okay, well, let me, let me go to my warehouse. I just happened to have an unused compressor, which is the most expensive part of the mist system. Because you need that machine to thousand get the water. 1,000 PSI, baby. Pressurized. You need it really high. So I called Mike. I said, Mike, would you even consider taking my old pump that's been sitting unused in my warehouse for a couple of years and go attach it to a system for this client? And he did. And the, the minute they turned it on, she texted me and she said, this is like heaven on earth. This is my new primary living habitat at this address. So she loves it. So Mike Myers of Arizona Mist Systems, thanks a bunch for helping us out there. And uh, if you're considering a mist system, consider giving Arizona Mist Systems a call. All right. On our website, rosieonthehouse.com, we always have a topic of the week. We always have the outdoor living hashtag, and we always have the weekly to-do. And our weekly to-do this week is hashtag air filters. And when we want to talk about indoor air quality, air distribution, we always reach out to one of our Rosie certified partners, and we're going to reach out to Jeff Carmichael from Rias this morning. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, guys. Hey, man. Air filtration, a lot of people, a lot of people in the house, uh, <laughs> but driven by the quarantine situation, driven by the 115 degree situation, indoor air quality. Take it from there, my friend. Sure. Yeah. Um, air quality is top of mind, obviously, with the, the pandemic and with multiple people in the house, um, longer hours than, than normal circumstances. So, uh, yeah, air quality is kind of top of mind, and it starts with air filters and, and just doing your due diligence and replacing them at least once a month. And with what kind, Jeff? Uh, so that's a kind of a loaded question, but um, the biggest problem that we see is the restriction of airflow. When you restrict airflow, you cause a multitude of other problems with your heating cooling system so we typically want you to use just a standard pleated filter um, or a, a MERV 5 or MERV 6 uh, that's going to do what the do what the filter is supposed to do but also allow um, enough air into the system so you're not causing that restriction we generally through the 60s 70s and 80s oversized the air conditioning units and I don't know why but we undersized the return airs if you're in one of these older homes and you go with a better filter, what are some of the warning signs maybe you need to rethink the strategy? Yeah, the first indicator is we see a lot of filters that uh, almost bow up. As so when you pull that filter out, you'll see that it it, it has the tell, the tell signs of, of restriction, <laughs> right? It's starting to get pulled up into the, into the air handler. Um, so if you see that curve on the filter – that's your number one sign that, that you have a, a major restriction or an undersized uh, return for the for the unit. And at that point, your your primary option, your easiest option, is just go back to the cheap seventy nine cent spun fiberglass filters if you have to. Yeah, yeah, you can do that, or you know, in the, the longer uh, better solution is just to 
either add or upsize um, that return grill. Uh, that's it's a real cost-effective way to, to just solve that problem. Now, Jeff, for an assessment of indoor air quality, for whole house energy audits, for any mm-hmm. air conditioning or heating need, if someone wanted to contact Rias, how would you have them do that? Yeah, you can reach us online at reeis.com and just fill out an inquiry form, um, or you can give us a call, and that's 480-969-7500. Now, sometimes we go to the hardware store and we buy these paper-pleated filters, and they say they're a three-month filter. I know how sure. I feel. I know how I feel about that. <laughs> how does Rias feel about that? Yeah, we've uh, we've kind of transitioned. So we used to say, well, we we do say replace your filter every single month in the summer months, and then we used to give homeowners a little bit of a break and say, well, you know, if you don't run your air conditioning or your heating system in say December, January, February, don't worry about replacing the filters. But it's better just to do it every month and and make that a habit because it's one of the easiest things you can do, and it's one of the, the biggest headaches that you can cause on your heating and cooling system. So you might as well just make it a monthly routine, a monthly habit. Put it on your calendar. Put it on your Rosie on the House calendar. You know, set up a reminder on your phone and just do it every single month. That way uh, it just becomes, uh, again, a habit for you rather than having to wonder a question. Did I run my heat? Did I run our cooling this month? Just do it every month. (laughs) I couldn't agree with you more heartily. Jeff Carmichael of Rias. Again, uh, the contact information at Rias, Jeff. Yeah, it's R-E-E-I-S dot com, and you can fill out a general inquiry. I get all those, and I'll respond within 24 hours. Or you can give us a phone call anytime. That's 480-969-7500. If you'd like an assessment of your indoor air quality, an assessment of your central air conditioning and heating system, a consultation on what a mini-split air conditioner might could do for you at your home, uh, or a whole house energy audit, which every one of you should get, Rias is a great place to start. Jeff, thank you very much. We've got callers lining up. Let's see if we can get to them one by one. Beth, welcome to the program. How may we help you? Hi, thank you. Um, So I have a pretty long driveway, just concrete, and I've been wanting to replace it with a paver driveway. Um, And I heard there's a product now where you can kind of get like just the veneers over the top rather than tearing out the actual concrete lab and then replacing the whole thing the problem is um i the few places i've called they'll they'll put the veneers over like existing you know sidewalks and um pool deck and things like that but i'm still getting a lot of people saying oh you should probably do the full pavers on the driveway rather than veneers i'm just wondering what your thoughts on that are 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 they strong enough to handle you know the weight of cars are they um Maybe these people don't know about the new products. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I'm having a hard time finding someone who does this. Well, we can we can find that person. Beth, where where in Arizona are you? I'm in far north Scottsdale, almost uh, almost at the Boulders area. Oh no, nah. okay, all right. Well, I tell you what, Miss Beth, uh, we might have you uh, take a picture of that and send it to us at info at rosieonthehouse.com. You can overlay drive concrete driveways with a paver you certainly can do that uh when people challenges us on that um you know concrete we generally pour at about 2000 psi pavers are made 
at about three times that, four times that, 6,000, 8,000 PSI. They make pavers specifically for overlaying on driveways. And I'll get you in touch with the main man, Mr. Nathan Angel, and he'll be able to answer every question you have and probably even give you places to visit in your neighborhood where it's been done and you can see it. So, Beth, you'll be expecting a call from Mr. Nathan Angel of Belgard Pavers, and I promise you there isn't any question you could have about pavers that Nathan can't answer. Yeah, the biggest thing is what condition is that concrete driveway in? You obviously don't want to put... Uh, don't do it yourself. <laughs> there's there's yeah. very specific steps that must be taken. And you know if, if it's already a, a crumbling or cracked driveway, you know, putting new pavers over it, you're just masking a problem. And it's going to be a lot more expensive to go back and refix it now because you've got to then pull all the pavers back off. So another paver question. Let's go to Alan in Phoenix and see how we can help Alan this morning. What you're working on? Uh, well, thanks for taking my call. We are in the process of redoing our landscaping in our front yard, and we had an excavator come out and remove a, a busted-up sidewalk. It was cracked in multiple places. Well, what we discovered was uh, our front door is set back in our foundation by about four feet. We thought it was part of the sidewalk. It turned out that it's not. Well, what we're wanting to do is have the favors, um, you know, come flush up against the front door, and we wanted to know if it would be okay if we cut a little four-foot-by-six-foot section off the foundation to put the pavers in. So without seeing your house, you want to know from Rosie if you can start tearing up your foundation? <laughs> it, it, yeah, pretty much. It, it's a three-foot-by-six-foot uh, section. Okay. Uh, you know, like I said, we weren't expecting that the front door to be set back. So. Now, Alan... When, when I approach your front door, this three-foot section, do I have to step up right there, three feet in front of the door? No, no. It's just it's like a little entryway. Okay. Um, there's a covering over it. Uh, for some reason, previous homeowners set the front door back and then created, I guess, an awning, if you will. Okay. And when I get right up to the front door, do I have to step up into the house another couple inches, or is it flush? No, you don't. It's flush. Okay. All right. Well, that that does complicate things a little bit. But again, if you'll take a... What, what part of Arizona are you in? Uh, we're in central Scottsdale, 64th and Thunderbird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you're, you're my neighbor. Um, yep. <laughs> let's, uh, let, let's make sure we've got your phone number. Let me just do a drive-by and take a look at it. Generally speaking, removing that much linear foundation isn't going to be a problem at all. Uh, the linear foundations, we can generally remove uh, three, four, five, six, eight feet and not have any ramifications at all. But before I tell you it's okay, let me see a picture or let me or let me do a drive by and uh, make sure we're not we you know we're not sac sacrificing the integrity of the structure of the home. <laughs> Yeah, the foundation is on the ground. Rosie said I could do it. <laughs> Your foundation really technically is, is underground. That's the concrete, and the it, in some cases they, they set block. And then the, the concrete floor, that's just a floor. That's not structurally holding the rest of your house. And um, He said the prior owner moved the door back, so I'm, I need to see a picture. Yeah. 
Well, we'll get your address and do a drive-by. We'll help you get your project done. Uh, Kate's next on the line at one 767 4348 That's one rosie for you Welcome to the program. Kate? Hi, thank you for taking the call. Yes, ma'am. Hi, thank you for taking the call. And how can we help? I I am struggling with ambient lighting in my kitchen under the cabinets. And I can't run new electrical there because they, the way that they did the um, tile work without ripping the tile work up. And wanted to, I've been struggling to find a good, like battery operated lighting or something I can do for under the cabinet lighting. Do you have any suggestions there? Well, I think what I would tell you to do is take a lot of pictures of your kitchen and your tile and your cabinets. And I, I would, I would get into statewide lighting. They're offering a Rosie on the house discount right now through our Halloween, uh, 20% off any order. So I'd take the pictures. I'd call statewide lighting at 480-391-0452. And I'd go sit down in the showroom with them and say, look, this is what I've got. And this is what I want to get done. Now, how are we going to do that? But let me address one comment you made that you can't get wiring in there i got a guy kate that can get a wire in anywhere and he's proven it over and over and over and over again in a hundred different applications i'll bet you a dollar to a donut right now he can get a wire in there I have a grandson learning the banjo. Have you seen any of the Viber videos with Gabe playing the banjo? It's hilarious. <laughs> it's great. Nothing like a little banjo music to pick up the atmosphere in a room, right? Right, right. Now, this is a banjo, not a ganjo. You know what that is? I don't know okay. a ganjo. A banjo is your standard four-string, maybe five-string. Okay. A ganjo is strung like a six-string guitar. Interesting. Yeah. And thank you, Keith Urban, for exploiting that. <laughs> okay, all right. But if you know how to play a guitar, you can play a ganjo. All right. Yeah. Well, see, you learn something new every day. Every day you tune in at Rosie on the House, you learn something new. Boy, we covered a lot of ground today. John Eisenhower with Save a Tree came in and talked about the tree of the month. The, uh, in Arizona, Rosewood, more of a shrub, very hardy, slow-growing, and a good replacement if you are one of the people that have gotten hit by the uh oleander the blight. oleander sucker yeah whatever that little insect is i liked the way they were talking about it, that it was so low maintenance so low growing uh so low litter um, everything about that sounds like it's got my name on it <laughs> i love it the arizona rosewood shrub make a good hedge privacy screen I also like this point, just depending on your yard layout, if you're going to overseed your winter lawn and you've got trees, you make sure you do any trimming before you overseed so you're not dragging that over your new uh, overseeded rye lawn. And, you know, Jay Harper said forever, if you want to save water, stop the Bermuda and just do a winter lawn. It's <laughs> nicer outside anyway. 
uh, the blades, the kids love the, the rye. Oh, yeah. Uh, ten times more than they like the Bermuda. And uh, the color, it, it's it's got a, a much richer, deeper green tone to it than the Bermuda. But don't scalp too soon was the one lesson I took out of the 8 o'clock hour is hold off a little bit. It's uh, uh, scalp and plant at Halloween, mow at Thanksgiving. So don't get a don't get too early a jump on that because you'll do long-term damage to that summer lawn if, in fact, you want a year-round lawn going forward. 9 o'clock, we had our friend Statewide Lighting in, and uh, whenever we have a, a guest in, we always ask them to consider giving our Rosie on the House family of listeners an offer that beats anything else they've got out there, something just for the Rosie on the House listeners. And so Ashley and Alan Childers, the owners of Statewide Lighting, brought in a special offer. If you're contemplating upgrading any of the light fixtures in, about, and around your home, get over to Statewide Lighting. Use the promo coupon REINVENT or Rosie, and they will help you reinvent the lighting around your house and give you 20% off the purchase by phone order or by in-showroom order. That's hard to beat. Good through October 31st. Good through Halloween. That's right. Jeff Carmichael of Rias came in this past hour and visited on air filters and the importance of replacing air filters. We also had Miss Rochelle from GE come in and talk about all the new light bulbs. Lots of takeaway. If you missed any of today's show, you got to join us and uh, jump on the blog and listen. We archive and save everything. And we've been receiving emails from our Tucson listeners wanting to know about Saba Home Show tickets. They're getting accustomed to knowing that we get a number of <laughs> free admittance tickets to the Southern Arizona Home Builders Association's biannual home show. Well, it's going online this year, and we're not exactly sure the details and how that's all going to work and look and if there's going to be a pay to attend online. So we don't have any this year, but Saba is doing it virtually, and we'll have more details as that event gets closer. I believe they're still shooting for the same date, which is always the first weekend in October for their fall home show. Very good. And I want to talk to all you tradespeople out there. I want, I want you to know something. There isn't a Rosie certified contractor on our website right now that isn't hiring. If you'd like to upgrade your career, if, if you're out of work right now and you've got a trade or you want to learn a trade or you want to learn an apprenticeship, find one of the Rosie on the House partners and give them a ring. And I have to tell you this, at Rosie Wright Remodeling, if you've got a small job we can get to quickly, we've got a little opening right now for the next four to six weeks. We can knock something out. After that, we're buried. Y'all have a blessed week. God bless you all.